Positive Lifestyle Podcast. If you are new to the show, make sure you listen to episode one to learn a little bit more about me and what to expect from this podcast. If you have already joined the tribe by subscribing, thank you and welcome back. I am your host, Christian Haddon, and in today's episode, we will be laying the foundation on mindset because, in my opinion, which is based off my experience as well as my observations, your money mindset is your most important financial asset. Now, I know popular opinion is that the answer to money problems is to make more of it, but what happens if you don't have control over your spending? Easy come, easy go, right? I've personally been stuck in a paycheck to paycheck cycle even after receiving multiple raises. Why? because I always wanted better than what I had. So as soon as I received an increase, I would upgrade my lifestyle immediately. It looked nice, but at the end of the day, I was stuck in the same financial position. And I know somebody out there listening can relate to this. So when I was thinking about how to talk about mindset on today's episode, I kept thinking back to a time in undergrad at Michigan State University. Shout out to my Spartans out there. But during a lecture, my marketing professor shared with the class something that has stuck with me over the years. I'm not going to age myself by saying how many years, but in all seriousness, he said that people live at their own poverty level. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. He said people live at their own poverty level. Well, Christian, what does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. It means that people choose to live above their means. Keyword, choose. Your means being your income. By choosing to do this, you are spending more than you make. And what happens when you do this? you end up not being able to afford the necessities in life. And that, my friend, is poverty. Now, why in the world would anybody choose to live in poverty? Well, it's more of a subconscious choice to live paycheck to paycheck. And that is why it is so important to develop your mindset so that you begin to make conscious decisions about your finances. So how do you develop the right mindset to achieve your financial goals? Well, get your paper and pen out so that you can write down these six steps. And I'm actually going to call out each step and tell you what to write because I cannot stand it when people start off calling out each step and then they go from two to five and you're trying to figure out what happened to three and four. Okay, so number one, write down, understand your current beliefs about money. You need to understand your current beliefs because as they say, there's nothing new under the sun, history repeats itself, you have to know where you've been to know where you're going, you get the point. So think about how money was handled in your household growing up. What are your feelings towards money now? Do you see a correlation between the two? Asking yourself questions like, how do I view the wealthy? How do I view the poor? Those types of questions can help you gain additional insight into what shapes your attitude. So for the purpose of today's discussion, we are going to dig into how childhood experiences can shape the outlook on money. 
because people tend to do the opposite of what their parents did if they had a negative feeling or negative memory surrounding it. So for example, I'm going to share a hypothetical story. So let's talk about two families, the Smiths and the Joneses. Yes, the Joneses, we all know who the Joneses are. <laughs> so the Smiths work extremely tight with money and live a completely no frills type of lifestyle. Their children always envied what the Joneses' children had. They viewed them as the standard of success and happiness and vowed that when they got older, they would have all the same luxuries that were afforded to the Joneses. Now, on the other hand, the Jones family had an expensive home, car, and the kids always had the latest and greatest. However, the Joneses' kids longed for the relationship that the Smiths' kids had with their parents. You see, the Joneses worked excessively and had little to no time to spend with their children. Therefore, they viewed money as evil and the reason why they missed out on having a happy childhood. So you see, these are two different sides of the spectrum, but both created a negative experience relating to finance. And this is what would shape their attitudes in the future. So really focus on uncovering what beliefs you have around money so that you are aware of what may be limiting you. And that leads us to our second step. So write down, reframe your limiting beliefs. You want to rewire your brain to think differently about the negative or limiting beliefs you uncovered in the previous step. In order to do this, you have to actively seek out new thoughts. Like the saying goes, you don't know what you don't know. This is why reading is popular amongst wealthy people. You get to learn lessons from the experiences of others by reading their stories and how they solve their problems, which is the ultimate cheat code. Additionally, you need to pay attention to your circle. Do the people around you have similar limiting beliefs about money? If yes, you should consider expanding your network to include people that don't have those same beliefs and encourage your circle to do the same. That way there is an influx of new information within your group. So let's go back to the story. Although the children in these examples had opposite experiences, it seems that the underlying belief is that the more time you have available, the less money you have, and the more money you have, the less time you have available. And here are some possible ways to reframe those thoughts. One, my parents traded time for money. They may not have understood that this was not the only option, I understand that I have options. Or, my parents did not place value on material things. They valued time with me instead. Although we did not have luxurious things, we had what we needed and that is most important. So changing that initial thought process of simply doing the opposite of what their parents did has allowed the opportunity to introduce the idea of multiple options, a shift from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. So we learn how to identify current beliefs and what to do to reframe those beliefs. Now what? So write this down, number three, 
reestablish your why. So if you are stuck in a perpetual cycle of financial insecurity, now it's time to reestablish your goals under your reformed way of thinking. Establishing your why is important because you have to really want to reach success. We all know that change does not happen unless we want the change to happen. Why do you absolutely need to change your mindset toward money? What is it about your financial success that drives your higher purpose in life? You need to feel your why with every fiber of your being. Because without that level of emotion tied to your success, it is easy to backtrack on your progress. So sticking to the story, let's say that the why for the Joneses and the Smiths established now that they are adults with children is to provide their children with a balanced life and to lead by example so that their children develop sound financial habits early in life. They both understood how the negative attitude that they formed as a result of their parents' choices caused them to resent their parents. Instead of fueling resentment, they decided to empower their children with the understanding that you can create the exact life you want with the right mindset. The emphasis is you. As I stated in my last episode, you define your success. And that is what step number four is all about. So write this down. Create the roadmap to your financial success and underline your. Why do I keep stressing the concept of letting go of comparisons, staying in your lane, defining your own success? Because the only way to change your mindset and your life is by putting your time and effort into doing just that. There is no time to look at what everyone else has and what they are doing. You will only get the pieces that they want you to see anyway. By focusing on you, you begin to assess your current financial situation, stabilize it, and then build it to the next level. That takes time. So you do this by sitting down and making it a priority to look at your income and what you are spending. When you know where your money is going and how much of it is going, you quickly begin to see where you can cut back. Now, I know somebody out there is going to say that cutting out that $5 Starbucks is not going to bring you financial freedom. But I know that somebody isn't any of you who have been listening to me. You see, you know that this type of direction is to help people build discipline because that is part of building a positive mindset. It is like going to the gym. You have to start somewhere and then you build up the muscle and endurance. When you have financial discipline, you will start to hone in on your skills and bringing in all that extra money. You begin to think before you spend. You are now able to put your money to work instead of being stuck working for your money. This is how wealth is built. So go on ahead and start doing that budget work. Repeat after me. My budget is my friend. So here is where step number five comes into play and it is so important. So write this down. Step five is to acknowledge that this is not going to be easy. 
acknowledge that this is going to be uncomfortable. You may have to say no to those new shoes, that latest car, the unnecessary trips to Target, (laughs) and whatever else can trigger you back to unhealthy or impulsive money decisions. This is where you commit to trusting the process. And after you've done all this, affirm yourself. Affirm yourself because you are doing what others are not willing to do. And you are going to get to places that many will never see because of it. In fact, that is step number six. So write that down. Affirm yourself. Affirm yourself along your journey to a lucrative lifestyle and express gratitude along the way. You have everything you need and you will build a life that provides an abundance of wealth. I'm speaking that into existence for everyone listening. So before I let you go, I want to leave you with this. Money was just an idea. Yep, money was just an idea. Just trying to let that marinate how many ideas do you come up with on a daily basis so someone had an idea to come up with a system to value the exchange between people and tada money so how about you take all of those ideas that come into your mind every day and turn those into money right That's the mindset that gets you to where you're trying to go. So for anyone out there that is in need of one-on-one financial coaching, let's chat. Connect with me by visiting lucrativeunlimited.com forward slash engage or find me on Facebook and IG at Lucrative Unlimited. As we all know, teamwork makes the dream work and you don't have to go at this alone. So thank you all for tuning in. I hope you found this information useful. Please subscribe and share if you haven't already. And let's keep this thing going. I will be back next week. Take care. This is a lucrative lifestyle podcast. Tune in to get your mind and your money right.